Welcome in to We Talk Facts with nine-year NBA veteran and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion Lester Johnson. Talking shh and taking names in sports and day-to-day living. Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion, Clester Johnson. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, it is another WTF moment. But the only difference about this moment is we have shifted our time. We are now every Thursday. And you know what the day is. It's Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty. And we're here from 7 to eight seven to eight every no six six to seven yeah, you guys were confusing me he was rolling with me i'm just repeating what he was rolling with me we saw six to seven six to seven six to man it's it's different because it's different from eight to nine and six to seven Mm -hmm. but we're here and harrison once again is on the board on the mic and he is helping us handle all the business that we need to We thank each and every listener for popping in, tapping in, chiming in. You can also do so on the Sodder Hammond text line, 402-464-5685, but also on all streaming platforms. That is X, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube is where you can find us. We Talk Facts, WTF. Welcome to the show. Cluster Johnson, how are you doing today, my friend? I appreciate you. Thanks for the great introduction. You know, let me give it up to Harrison again. He makes our lives very easy here. He's the mix master. He's the non-procrastinator. He he's the. Uh, <laughs> I was going to add some more stuff, <laughs> but I forgot this. Is, this this is PG. You know, this is, this is a family oriented show, so I got to taper the things that I'm going to say. But overall, I'm very happy to be here. I do like the earlier time. Yeah, I do like that. That's a fact. Uh, I think we may be able to reach a, a bigger audience. You know, instead of putting the kids down night, night, you know, school, school nights, you know, now the whole family can, you know, they can bring the the, the 10 and 11 and 12 year olds to come over and, and, and listen to us and be entertained. Yes, that's an absolute fact. Um, You know, we we again are appreciative of you after you didn't had your dinner, had your meal, sat down and now you have a chance to get into WTF. So the topic of the day we're going to get into, we're going to have to get into some of the reasons um, the top three reasons sports are important. The top three reasons sports are important. Um, you know, it, it, when we look at sports today, class, um, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, when we came up, we were coming up. One of the things about the sports of the day was it was fun. Um, I remember the days of just getting out competition, and, and competition, competition. Yep. you know, playing a lot of games. You know, we used to have games called smear the, you know, we can't talk right, about right, that right, no more, right. but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and just really compete and, until the sun went down until the lights came on and it was about fun. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we competed and we wanted to win, but yet it still, it was, it was still an element of fun to right, it. Right. And that seems like now the, the, the times have changed. The game has changed a little bit. The game it. is still the same, but, but that, that's, that's something to talk about. That's, that's what we're going to get into. Let's, 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 let's go to why we brought this up. You know, a few weeks ago, there was a big game in Colorado. You know, Colorado played Colorado State, and a kid took 
a nasty shot on a Colorado player. And this kid started getting death threats, right? Yeah. So as I converse with my man E, I go, man, what what, what is what is sports to people? Right. That that just started to matriculate in my mind. And here are some of the things I I was thinking of. Um, so when I say what are your top three reasons sports is important? Because some people go, man, some people take sports too serious, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Some people say, man, it's just a game. It's just a game. Or is it? Or is it? Or is it? Mm-hmm. it to a lot of people, it's more than a game. Uh, some people, it's a financial thing. They, they see the financial gains. Uh, some people see it as they're learning life lessons as they get involved, you know, because you're working with a, it's usually a multicultural thing that's going on on sports teams. There are some people that I met from small towns when I was at the University of Nebraska that never grew up around people who look like me, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And they were able to develop a different thought process on who blacks were. You know, mm-hmm. they, they grew up thinking a certain thing through the media. Well, uh, real quick on that topic, because mm-hmm. One of the things I also can say that's different about the time of the of today than it was for ours. Like, for example, when we were both in college, one thing that we had the capability of doing class was um, interaction with some of some people that may have been boosters for the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll say there was there was a wonderful group, a wonderful family that um, I was able to engage with. Mm-hmm that was out in Geneva and they had a farm and it allowed me to be able to go out there to a different part of of the state of Nebraska to interact and get to know them, but then also to get to know me. See, sometimes when they see you, they see you on the court, they see you on the field. They, they, they don't really have that closeness of interaction and it allowed me to be able to meet the people also, not just the family, but the people. So it was, I would go out there and I'd play golf. I got to drive in a, in in one of the the tractors right. that the big the big the big big super honchos right and and you know do some tealing and different things combines, the combines. Yeah. Right. right you know I got to do that and and it was it was a beautiful experience because it gave me something that I had not been able to see and know and 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 that's changed today you can't really do that right so my question Eric I want to know from you and Harrison. And if there's people out there in social media land, if you got, if you can answer this question, um, what does sports mean to you? Do we take sports too serious as a society or is it just a game? You know, because I'm going to tell you what, I see people break down after a loss and they are devastated for days and weeks. Hey, that's not just a game to you, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can factor in sports betting. Mm-hmm. Then you can factor in, you know, we were just off the air. We were talking about all the fundraising that goes on for sports. Um, it's more than it's more than a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's business. It's social. There's a lot of things that go into it. But my thoughts on sports have evolved since I've gotten older. Like. Obviously, we grew up, it was about competition. It was about being the best. But then as I became a parent, it became about financial. Mm. (laughs) 
Right. Woo, my right. daughter played travel volleyball. That right. thing ain't cheap. It became very financial. <laughs> uh, and then it became social, right? So now I go to games, I socialize, but I also want to see my son compete. You know, I want to see my children compete. But there's a, a big social aspect to sports that I didn't grow up. I didn't deal with that. I, like the tailgating and mm-hmm. all the stuff that goes into it. Man, people pay serious money. Oh, that's a fact. To be involved, to do some of this stuff. And what is sports to you? Like, I'm going to tell you, there are some people, they would rather go to the game than go to church. Right, right. right. There are some people, they were ready to go to the game than go to this wedding. There's people who, if you planned a wedding on Saturdays, <laughs> that trouble. Close your mouth. Trouble. Yo, funky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that part. So there's a lot of things that center around sports. So do we take it serious? Very much so. Let's talk about it. One one thing I want to ask you, though, Cless, and I want to ask you, Harrison. And we do have an answer from a text line. Okay. That's really good that I do want to get to. Get it. uh, For sports. And again, 402-464-5685. The OG CJ says sports makes it real simple. Community. Accountability and passion. Oh, I love it. See, that's what I'm talking about. Well, that that was one of the questions I was going to ask. Because for me, right, I wanted to ask this question because sports did something for me similar to probably what the military does for others as well. It gave me discipline. Mm -hmm. It gave me a drive and a passion. It gave me accountability. It gave me a lot of different aspects of life. And... It brought me around a group of people that I probably would not interact with, but yet fighting and striving for the same goal. Mm -hmm. Um, What I find in life now today, and this is where we're going to get into also about some of the issues that are now happening in sports, is so many things have become tribal, Mm. meaning... Meaning you finding people going into each other's corners. This is why you have in boxing, you have a red and a blue corner. And this is why when you saw the the Errol Spence and, and the Bud Crawford fight, you saw so much animus amongst both sides, one in each quarter. And, and this is what the boxers were trying to say. The beauty of that moment was the fact that two supreme stars we're able to come together, and why could we not celebrate this for the beauty of what it is? The competition of two greats coming together, win or lose on either side. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's been, has that been lost? That factor of it, like, is it is it more individualized or is it still team-oriented or uh, where, you know, guys who come from different places, different uh, lands, different mentalities, and are able to come together and 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 unite. For I got a question. Goal. I got a question. I got a serious, serious question. And if, like I said, if you listen in today, I really want you to chime in. I love your approach when you talked about the tribalism because how many times would you look on the media and you see people fighting in stadiums? Yeah, you know, especially and in somebody just lost games. their life. Where was that at? Uh, yeah, it was in uh, just recently. It was in Michigan State. Where, where? I forgot what game it was. What, but say that again. I was reading text. There was a fight. Somebody there was lost a fight. Life. They just lost their life. Somebody. Patriots. I, yeah, the pa- the in the NFL is the Patriots the game. Yeah. yeah. Somebody I just lost so their life many. in the stadium. And also at youth <laughs> at youth games. Oh gosh, that's crazy. That's why I probably part of the reason I stopped refing. These youth games have gotten yeah. out of control. 
I only ref two of those youth games, and that was enough for me. Yeah. I, I, it's insane. It's it's insane. it's, it's right. youth, and it's like you want to watch all free throws. Like it's at some point, it's for the youth. And that's right. what that's where my frustration comes in. Right. So you know, we we had talked about Akeem Talib and his brother. What had just happened recently? I've, I've within the last year or two, you know, they got into an altercation at a youth for, uh, football game, and the brother, you know. Akeem Talib's brother, you know, came out of the stands and, and shot the opposing team's coach. And I just wonder when you go to jail, you know, you go through your court case you, and obviously they, they put him in jail. I think he got 35 years. Do you sit in jail and think, man, you know, that was, that was a idiotic football game. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like I lost my life over. A like, why did I do that? Yeah, right. Yeah. And let me call out Husker fans, right? Right. Mm-hmm. There used to be a time when Husker fans used to be perceived as the best fans in college football. We would clap for the teams, posing teams as they walked off the field. Why? Because obviously we just we laid the smack down. Right. So it was very easy to clap for the team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as they walk off the field. But now that the playing field has kind of been evened out some, and we're not that dominant program. I've been able to see some nasty. I've been able to see some really nastiness. Well, you got to see it because of your sons too. That was magnified. I saw a little, <laughs> I saw it before that, but even before I saw it, but when, when my son chose, I would like, I can't even tell you how many people online yeah. don't like, I hate Iowa. Like they really hate, like they detest Iowa. And it's like, so then you go for what? Like, Mm -hmm. like, like what is it about the state or the team that causing you this animus that will make you want to risk it all online? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I've never understood that. That part, that part. Because if you do something, if you do something really crazy, uh, like go confront somebody, say something, and they confront you, like people can lose their lives over stuff like that. Well, and and it's crazy. It's just even having a different jersey. I mean, the fact that I support someone and another team yeah. causes you that it's much crazy. anger and bitterness and wrath in you to want to come <laughs> down on me because I support this other team. This is why I'm grateful, and I think I'm blessed that. Growing up military, I didn't have a specific team right. that I, 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 I rooted for because right. I didn't have to deal with that. So the, 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 the stance that I take on that is I actually root class for teams that I played, and it's based on the order of where I had the best experience. So, you know, I, I root for the Patriots, even though not a big Patriots fan, but I root for them because I played up in Boston. Right. I root for Ma- Mavericks right. uh, because I played with the Mavericks. I root for the Cowboys. Not because I like the Cowboys, but, you know, I root for them. It's okay. And and hey, whenever... So, so, so Eric is just showing you right now, right? He's like, I don't really root for the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> because there's people out there... Yes, die that, hard. When they say die hard, right. die hard. But there's people out there that if they know you like the Cowboys... Oh, yeah. They're they, going in on you. They think totally different than you. They're like, wait a minute. You know, it's it's almost like it's very close to almost like uh, politics. Politics in a way. It's very yeah. Sports yeah. is very close to politics in that if you don't, if you're not on the same page with, with certain fan bases, they're going to let you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And they are willing to they are willing to risk it all. That's a fact. To let you. <laughs> so so the question is then, you know, Harrison, are we in a space where people are taking it too serious? I think a lot of it is, especially at the youth level, is where I think a lot of that kind of where it starts. You know, when you you talked about with the travel league stuff, the money that kind of goes into Ooh, that, and I think Lord, I think birth. when you're kind of building that early on, that's all about money. Uh, and then the further you go, you, you just early on with the youth, you're already losing the sole purpose of it's just a game. You're supposed to have fun. So right off the gate, you got these youth already kind of getting the wrong idea of sports fans. You've seen it. People don't want to ref games anymore. So I feel like it's just early on. We kind of have that problem. And I do want to get to this text from one nine seven six because it's a great point. Kind of again, referring to Strickland uh, talking about the expenses of travel ball. He says, great point. Pay to play aspect of youth traveling teams probably means sports is not cutting through socioeconomic status like it once did and ought to do. And yeah. again, I mean, that's huge. You said it like if you have all these kids and the whole point is to get everyone involved and you can't even afford to get on some of these teams. I think that's where it just kind of keeps building up all the way to college just starts young you know we're not focusing on what it's really supposed to be even early on and let me tell you yeah real fast yeah because obviously then we're gonna have to get to a break i i I am a victim and i not that's the wrong word i'm not a victim of that i i i've been involved with that i I am guilty that's the word i am guilty of that uh it's almost like keeping up with the joneses um i i've tried not to be but it's almost like you are forced into like if you want to compete on the highest level, you feel like this is what you got to do, and I'm not sure that's right. And mm-hmm. I'm and I'm trying to figure out how do we solve that. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get back to the purity yeah. of the game? I, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. I don't, know if, we, know, if we I don't know if we can put that uh, that two that, that uh, toothpaste back in the tube. But we're gonna have to take a break. But one of the things I want to get into is uh, the question of is it for financial gain? And this is gonna deal with a little bit of the NIL situation of the day and. And just the focus of what parents are kind of in some ways, are they living vicariously through their children? We're going to talk about that. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with WTF. We Talk Facts right after this. Back to We Talk Facts on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Strick and Plester. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It is Thirsty Thursday. We Talk Facts right here. Six. To seven will be the new landing time is where you can find us right here on 93.7 The Ticket, the TicketFM.com. Eastrick, Sebo, and Harrison, the man, on the mic and on the board. Listen, we're going to get into the financial aspects of it mentally for the child as well for the children, the, the young men, the young women, as well as for the parents. And is this the driving force that pushes parents to vicariously live because i didn't i didn't get in a boy whoo lord have mercy if i would have been around during nil there would have been a different discussion but i was <laughs> blessed to still be able to play the game and to ascend to a higher level class let's address that the financial aspects of it is it now come to a point where parents from you from youth from young ages have a delusional mindset in some ways as to the full prospects of where their kids can go and their are they are they chasing dreams of grandeur are they chasing the NIL movement are they chasing what are they chasing today that's leading kids and young men and young women to kind of uh uh be at sometimes disappointed because they're not able to ascend to those levels that that their their parents are pushing them to 
one thing that I must say that's quite funny and you'll understand when I say it is when it comes to somebody's kids, you're not going to tell me my baby. Ain't. Oh, that's a, that's so true. <laughs> I'm just that's telling so you. I'm There's glad a, my dad was real, real. That, so, so that my dad was real, real. To me, it. that's the, that's the word of the day, right? Yeah. Is just being realistic. And I feel like you have to have somebody as a parent, you got to have somebody around you that you can be a sounding board for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what we're trying to do is incorporate everything that we started off with. Because, you know, we kind of started off talking about um, are we too serious about sports? Is it just a game or is it more than that? So I wanted to kind of repeat that. And I think we really have the answer to it. The, the answer to the, the question to me is, it's more than just sports now. Um, but again, you got to have somebody that you can talk to and just be real honest about your child and what real goals are possible for your child. Um, and dad, I don't, my dad did that for me. My dad, my dad literally sat me down because I was going through a phase class around, I would say around my freshman year, mm-hmm. my, <clears throat> um, I had a dream and I said, I saw in my dream that I was literally going to play at the next level. Right. And my dad, I was getting mediocre grades, but I was a smart kid. So he knew that I was smarter than what I was putting out. And I end up um, just telling him one day when he was talking about my grades, I said, listen, pops, I'm going to the league. I don't, I don't need no school. You know? And he says, he sits me down like a real father, like a real parent or a real guardian or somebody around you and your, your, your circle should tell you. He said, do you know the percentage of those who make it? Now, now mind you, this was a even sm- uh, smaller sample size. Right. This wasn't, I mean, this was a, a the sample size today is larger than it was then because th- we're talking international now. Right. Smaller rosters too, I think. And, yeah, yeah. At that point. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. less, less spots. D-League, all that stuff wasn't available like that. So that's the realism of what a parent, he sat me down, told me the percentages. It helped me to then focus, shift my focus to the grades because he said, what happens if you tear your knee? What happens if, you know, you can't, you can't play? What's, what do you have to fall back on? That helped me to turn my decisions as to how I handled myself and taking care of that school. My question is, is it about education? You know, because we do use the word student athlete, right? Um, is education a facade for sports, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's we, pros in the college realm now. Like, are they are they more so right. mini pros? Right. Well, I do know that I went to school with some real serious athletes who who they, they cared about their school. Mm-hmm. And, and now there are doctors. I know quite a few of them that are doctors. You know, you got your Robs, that is because you got mm-hmm. your money, Christos. Like, I've, I've met some guys that they went to school knowing. That, um, what, what, um, oh God, fullbacks. Um, fullback, fullback, fullback. Oh, Macavickers. Macavickers. Uh, uh, both, of them. both of them. Um, you know, yeah. one's an attorney. One, yeah. One's uh, you know, has all these therapy, PT, PT yeah, clinics. PT yeah. So, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that. Not you know, not all players are are there just for the sport, but but, I think a lot of it has to do with economic background 
you know, where you come from and, and what kind of upbringing you have, what, what kind of, um, influences were guidance was, was in your home as you come up. Like, are you using this as, you know, truly as an education to springboard your life in the future, or is it for the here and then here now? And I need to get this money. Um, there are, I'm telling you in the youth, there are a lot of families like that, Mm. that their kid is the next so it is serious, like sports is serious. So that's why I think you see a lot of these fights at these youth games. That's why you see in these referees and these, uh, you know, officials are they they going through it because this thing is serious. serious to the parents. It is serious to the parents. You are denying my child the appropriate <laughs> look, right? All right? You are denying like. Mm-hmm. I be having to tell these parents they're not giving scholarships at fifth grade, right? Right, right? There ain't no rankings in the paper for this game right here. Like, like we are just having a good time and making sure these kids are are having a good time. Yeah, like for example, it can work. It can it can also work to the negative, right? Um, I, I I'm I'm appreciative as to how at this point we'll we'll see another year hopefully and and get a get a more of a sample size of how Shador is handling the situation mm. at this point, right? Mm. But there's one that can work to the negative. For example, there's a kid by the name of Mikey Williams who is, he's driving around in Lambo trucks and he's living in his own house in high school. And and now he's he's potentially dealing with a potential case that can put him in jail and, and literally miss out on everything. So if he didn't do anything with that, with what he was able to get, and right. it was basically by way of social media, influence you know so there's a lot of social media influence guys like for example seven woods and guys like that who ended up going to college but couldn't make it right you know what i mean sebastian telefair if social media was around when sebastian telefair was around lord have mercy his nil and his big money deals would have been huge but just wasn't able to transcend so sometimes does it work to the negative of the of the kid does it kind of put them in a more of a complacency mode do they get content with the moment and the time, and then they lose that so opportunity? So the quick answer is yes. Okay. Absolutely. The focus is off. You got the whole hood. Well, <laughs> you got the whole community telling them you're the next one, right? Mm-hmm. The the person that we can really point to is LeBron. Yeah. You know, when you look at LeBron, he obviously was smart enough and had people around him to say, hey, listen. That's a key component right there. You got to have the right team, team around people you. around you who fact. are going to be real with you. Yeah. Right? That's number one. You got to be real. So that's what I would say to families, right? You got to have somebody outside of your home. Right. That's willing, unbiased. Unbiased. Mm-hmm. Who's willing to be honest with you and to give you an outside, you know, get an outside look into, you know, who their kid is and, and hey, are we viewing this right? Are we doing this right? I mean, what do you think? You got to find somebody, y'all, because- if if it just stays inside, I mean, I think the numbers of people who didn't make it, you don't get a chance to hear about them, right? We only really hear, we only see the, the you know the Kobe Bryant stories and the Kevin Garnett's and the LeBron. Like those stories are magnified because these people are so great, right? Yeah. But there were hundreds of thousands that were for every LeBron. There got to be two to 3,000 that were opposite of that. But you just, 
you don't get a chance to hear about it. This is why you see the numbers. I wish I had them in front of me. I did. I did this. I talked about this at some point. This is why you see in the transfer portal that a great majority of them either they don't go up, they barely go horizontal, and a lot of them end up digressing. I'm just going to give a quick example, i.e. Dakotas Crawford. Yeah. Who, Big Ten, mm-hmm. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Jumped in the portal. Yep. Thought he was going to be able to mm. go down. Down. And so that happens a lot. It where happens. Your, your, your delusions of grandeur sometimes trick you to jump in and do something. And you see it with quarterbacks. You see it all over the board. That's that's the situation. Okay, real quick. I know we got a quick night tonight. We're going to have to do a quick pivot and just give a quick thing on Michigan State versus Michigan versus Nebraska. Yeah, we got 50 what's seconds. Your, what's your score? Michigan, I, I I think because we're not able to score and if we can't move the ball, I'm I'm looking at 31 to 7. I think the Huskers going to play tough at home. My predictions have been great. I just I got a good feeling that we're going to make them sweat a little bit. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say I'm going to say 28-14. Mm. Yeah, okay. same here. I think they sweat in the first half but pulled out 21-34 Michigan. Okay, there it okay. is. We talk facts. 14, yes. We talk facts. We, we talk laid facts. it out for you today. We'll be back next Thursday. We'll be longer next week. Six, Thanks seven. for chiming in.